welcome to manual or automatic. What gears are driving your career? This is the only podcast that gives you the career professional tips and tricks you need in order to succeed wherever you are on the road of career and professional development. I am your driver, yeah. Jeff Bulos, and riding shotgun with me, always in the seat, the fearless navigator, Adam Mayer. This is a good ride, Adam, man. This is a great ride. Woo! I think that's how I want to enter salary negotiations <laughs> with uh, David Lee Roth. <laughs> so, David, thank you for that. We we contacted him. His people got back to our people. That's and right. He was like, without a doubt, I will give a good David Lee Roth scream for this podcast. He's, he's <laughs> like, look, I'm in Vegas. I'll send you a couple files. Yeah, and you see, you work with it, and you know, you thank me later. That's and right. We're thanking him now, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, <laughs> so, so, salary negotiations. Salary negotiations. Last episode, we were talking about the approach as to what you should be doing on the job. Now we're getting full steam. Chicken butt. Right. So salary negotiations. It could be tricky. It could be muddy waters. The road, if you will, <sighs> metaphorically speaking, may not be paved very uh smoothly right. for this. It, some people get weirded out they, by salary negotiations. They do. They get turned off. They don't know how to approach it. It's kind of like maybe that person in the room you want to go talk to, and yeah. you're like, Dude, money makes people going, funny. They, <laughs> tru- <laughs> but truly, it, it really like, does. Even yeah. if it's like, you know, I'm figuring out a tip. Right. Right. Yeah. At the end of a meal. Absolutely. Or if I, I'm I'm going to the table and saying, hey, look. I believe I'm worth X. Yeah. And I'd like to be compensated. Right. And I think being comfortable with the idea that, and we're going to talk about that, mm-hmm. that that could, <laughs> I was going to say blow up in your face, but I mean, that could, <laughs> you need to have another plan because they could go sour. Right. It could go sour. And I think a lot of people just don't engage in salary negotiations because they yeah, just want to avoid that happening. And, and they're depends. like, I got sure. a good thing going. But at the same time, I understand you may have a good thing going, but you also right. want to know your worth and, and it, know your it, value. And it depends on industry too. Something like 100%. what we are in, in higher education, mm-hmm. it, there's there's not sort of this tons of wiggle room in terms of negotiation. Right. Sometimes there's none at all. Right. There's you a mysterious it. formula right, right, right. that they figure out. But in, right. in corporate, other gigs, we do have room. We do. We do. And we have some steps outlined here from our, our good folks, Muse. Muse is a great website in case you don't or never heard of it. It's a good site for job hunting, but it really it's is. a career resource, if you will, free, no no charge or no sign up or anything. They, gives you, they give you some tips and tricks for everything that we've talked about. Under the in episodes, yeah. But some some quick little snippets, and I think I wanted to start off with some data points. And we're going to talk about some other data points, too, throughout mm-hmm. this. I think there's one you found, so you want to take it away or no? Or is this one that I found? I think you found this Did one. Did I find this one? All right. But regardless, it's going to be the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you take it, dude. All right. Survey by salary. I just want to be, you know, want to respect up. my navigator here. <laughs> Survey by salary.com revealed only 37% of people always negotiate their salaries, while an astonishing 18% never do. And even even worse, 44% respondents claim to have never brought up the subject of a raise during the performance reviews. And the biggest reason for not asking was fear. I don't mean to be flippant about it, but yeah. that is kind of scary. It you is. You know, fear and you know, that whole thing. It's like, we do need to ask, yeah. you know? And with that, if I don't ask, I already know the answer. And that answer is no. Right. But if I do right. ask, there's the possibility of a yes. The, the whole thing with salary negotiation, come to the table as if we're pursuing a compromise. It's not 100%. like I'm feeling like a stinker because I'm not being paid right and the employer's making out like a, a devil. Right, right, right. Because, you know, they're getting cheap labor. Right. The mindset is pursuing compromise. Yep. 
And I think a good approach too is, I mean, I'm a big proponent. Like you don't know unless you try, yeah. right? It's, this is something that's going to eat at you. 100%. You got to do it, you know? But also when you're asking your managers and having these maybe tough conversations, right. your manager in ideal situation, ideal mm-hmm. world is someone that's going to encourage you to do professional Agreed. development and to engage in these conversations and to recognize your worth and mm-hmm. value as well. To me, I mean, that's what, that's, from my experience, those are people that make great managers or ones that are going to, I'm here to help in any way I can, you know, Absolutely. bouncing as a soundboard, if you will, for mm-hmm. navigating that. I understand not everyone has that. Yeah. Look for those people, again, like we said last episode, that could mentor you and walk you through, you know, those steps. Mm-hmm. So speaking of steps, we we outlined a few below that we want to walk you along this journey of salary negotiating, That's if right. you will. And this is, I think, applicable through the lens of negotiating for possibly a raise for those folks out there that mm-hmm. need some assistance with that or negotiating an offer. Initial offer. An initial offer. Yeah. So we want to take it. This is, these are steps through both those lenses, if you will. Number one off the bat, knowing your value. Yeah. Right. Knowing your value. If you walk in without a number, you're at the mercy Fresh of the, the man. Exactly. Come on. <laughs> I smell here, that from a mile Here away. comes the guillotine. Yeah. So do your research. Know what your value is. Yeah. Know what maybe some career industries trends are saying out there. And what way to better do that with taking it into step two. Sure. Talking to recruiters. A recruiter in the industry mm-hmm. could potentially help you get a range. Absolutely. As to what is being offered out there. And there's so many recruiters from general recruiters to a big, I think, booming field. You, you speak to this too, is technical recruiting. Sure. Or software. Industry you know, specific Industry recruiters. specific, right. Sure. Reaching out to them, you may not get an answer, but you know, seeing what the range is out there and yeah, sure. even recruiting companies as well too. Sure. And then maybe in addition to recruiters, because you know, some folks are into that, some aren't. Right, but, true. But yeah. salary.com, as you said. Glassdoor. Glassdoor. Massive. LinkedIn premium, if you want to- Living on the edge. Spring for that, you know, yeah. that premium account for a month, two months, three months while you're on that job search, the intelligence that you can gather from their salary data is tremendous. 100%. And it can help with that sort of negotiation compromise piece. 100%. And I think taking that, when you have that, taking it into the next step, number three would be knowing the exact number. So, right, you have the range, but right. come up with an exact number uh, that you'll have in mind because you're going to need that wiggle room when it comes to negotiating. And that's kind of weird, though. Like, what if I say, it is. you know, I would feel fairly treated if I were compensated $65,000 a year as opposed to 64750 What is so cool about that specific number that might help me? It's all the way down to its value in a sense, too. But according to researchers, though, Adam, according to researchers, this this is a (laughs) wild stat. At Columbia Business School, you should ask for a specific number. So, right, going back to his example, if you ask for 64,750, they found that when employees use more precise numbers in their initial request, they're more likely to get a final offer closer to what they were hoping for. Isn't that amazing? How wild is that? Yeah, because I I might just say, you know, average number number. Right. But if I'm super specific down to like, you know, 64,750. Now I'm like, oh, snap. oh this, per- this person's on point. We better right. pay him. Right, right, right. Exactly. He did his research. Whereas 65, it's, I feel like there's not much maybe meat there. There's no core. It's interesting. You know, it's kind of like- It's a nice trick. Loose goose. So employers assume you've done the more extensive research to your market value, yeah. which I think is key. And then now to pivot to step, what would this be for? Knowing that you're going to go and enter these conversations, like we said earlier. Yeah, this is big. I think no, step number four is be willing to walk away. It's hard. And that's hard. That's hard. So let that sink in, but come up with a walk away number. And I think there's some sort of autonomy and independency mm-hmm. in being able to say no yeah. and holding 
holding your head high type of thing and a prideful sure. moment. But I think knowing that it could get to that point is something that we want to make aware of. Address you know? it beforehand. I know the Muse did mention a few other things. At one point they said studies have shown if you drink coffee, you're less likely to be susceptible to persuasion. Interesting. Yeah. So, okay. you, so your mind is sort of hardcore, like this is my bottom line number. I will walk away. So have a little coffee yeah. beforehand and you're not going to be cajoled into getting less money. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. right. So you're not going to be a little cafe this, call this, HA. This, <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to say that and squeak that in there. <laughs> How am I going to get cafe <laughs> into this podcast? Yes. Okay. So be willing to walk away. Make sure you're ready. Have you been at the job long enough? Have you been at the job for a year? Right. That would be step five. Have mm-hmm. you taken on new responsibilities? Have you been exceeding expectations? So Big. I think that's good intel to have too, as as well, making sure that you're ready. This is another huge one too. Plan the right timing. Step six, right? Yeah. Like we said, we don't want to be entering this into Hi. <laughs> Hi. I'm I just, just was here in the job hired. And by the way, I want to race. Right. <laughs> and um, that makes me look like a big kook. Right, right. Total kook. So I think there's some prep that needs to happen. I'm I'm yeah. there's a generally loose number, but three to four months, maybe lay the foundation. Yeah, lay the foundation, the groundwork. This way you you have all your ducks in a row, if you will. Your cars mm. are in a row. That's right. I really like this too, that I think a lot of folks, this is a good pro tip, don't really take this is preparing a one sheet, like a brag sheet about Gotta yourself. What have you done accomplishments wise? What's going on? Maybe incorporating some testimonials of people that could speak to what you've done True. to character type of references, things mm-hmm. like that is is really key as well. Because those accomplishments bolster your pursuit of that compromise. Yeah. They reinforce and strengthen what you bring to the table, right. which is huge. Step, uh, I already asked. <laughs> Lost track of my numbers here. Uh, seven or eight, we'll say, roughly around there. Remember to practice your pitch, mm-hmm. right? So practice similar in line with, you know, drinking coffee, and we have some stats behind that. Yep. Practice speaking in front of a mirror, friends, family. Practice it out. Talk it out and rehearse it. You yeah. know, that's what's huge, too. You know, I actually did that with my wife at one point yep. over, over dinner. Nice. And <laughs> How'd that go? I, I said to her. Before you pass the ketchup. I, I said. Listen I, to this pitch. <laughs> I would like to I would like to be fairly treated based on my education and qualifications. So it was a risk because I didn't say a number. Okay. And then she's like, "Okay, so then why don't you sort of quantify and qualify your like education that. and experience?" And I'm like, <clears throat> "Waiter, please." No, you know. Check, please. Yeah. So all the more reason just to sort of do this mock interview, do this sort of preparation for the pitch. No, that's huge. That's huge. Because how you script it out may come out differently yeah. naturally how you say it. The last one, this one was a good honorable mention. Set the meeting for a Thursday. And the reason why we're saying that is because Psychology Today found this stat, Ooh. said that this is a big one. Thursdays and Fridays find us most open to negotiation and compromise because we want to finish our work before the week week is out. I love it. That was a colossal closure. find. Yeah. yeah. I want closure. Yeah. So there's something about, and I think that goes back to a few episodes that we said about applying for jobs, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to apply for jobs on the weekend. Right. Don't know where that's going. That's your, your timing. Yeah. You Mondays, people are getting back into the groove of things. Even Tuesdays. I, eh, so Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, that Thursday gap. I'm a big Wednesday. I'm a big hump day. <laughs> Power meeting. Yes. <laughs> I'm a big hump day to Thursday, uh, Friday Eve. Yeah. 
Friday Eve day, if you will. So yeah, again, these are just steps to help you start thinking about entering these negotiations or wherever you are with that, if you're entering it or if you received an offer. Again, it goes without saying though, talk to us. Talk to your crew services sure. folks. That's where we're here. We're a soundboard. Again, each college has their own crew services team. You know, we will talk to you and kind of bounce these ideas and things off of you and kind of talk it out and, and help practice your pitch and certain scenarios, if sure. you will. So I, I think too, because Jeff and I are talking a lot about money, mm-hmm. maybe the employer has a specific budget and they can't play with that. You know, it's set in stone. So negotiate other things. Yeah. You can uh, sometimes with employers negotiate vacation time. You can negotiate telework, you know, maybe one day a week. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do the commute. You can work from home, check yeah. in from there. So don't always think about salary negotiation as just about money. Think about it as, as an entire package. Yeah, that's a great point. Great, great point. It's what we do. It's what we do. It's what we do. So thank you for listening. 17th episode here. Entering the final lap. We will have another guest Holy joining sh- us. Holy sh- shnikes. <laughs> and that that would be the 18th episode. So by then we have our junior license. Yes, we will. So I don't know where it goes from here. Training wheels are off. Training wheels are way off. I mean, we're, we're at the point now. I want a cool whip to drive up to I can high drive, school with. I can know? drive a three-speed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll have a special guest that's going to talk and and share her insight, if you will, into a certain industry. And similar to our our previous guests, share what they would do differently and kind of give you some advice and tips and tricks there. So looking forward to it. Thank you again for listening. And uh, we'll see you again on the road soon.